Yeah, watch this. Watch this shit. <laughs> no Limit Studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I speak to P? P ain't you. <laughs> hey, yo, tell them Pastor Troy and them down South Georgia boys said, since everybody think they sold it, then what's up? We'll go to war. Welcome to a special, elongated, extendo <laughs> edition of Behind Enemy Lines. This time we have, we're talking about the Saints, so... It's definitely got to be a 25 to 30 minute podcast episode. I'm Ron Brown and I got my bird bros. I got Trent, Cadis, AV, and we got a special guest, another Falcons fan, T. How are y'all doing tonight? Good. What up? All right. So once again, like I said, we're talking about the Saints. We play them on Thursday night football coming up. The Saints coming off a 39-17 loss to the Eagles. By far their worst showing this year despite having Drew Brees and uh, despite how, how bad we – how the Eagles have played this year. So, A.V., you are number one resident Saints hater. You always have the best shots at them. <laughs> Give us a little bit about what you know about the Saints and uh, even if you have a Saints suck back. Well, let's just start it off first. The Saints suck. I mean, I think that's all we need to just go ahead and we can drop the mic on that. Um, I mean, the Saints are one and four, uh, coming off of getting blown out in Philadelphia, uh, 39-17 against the Eagles. Uh, their team in transition. You look at them. You know, Drew Brees has has had shoulder issues all season. Marcus Colston messed his shoulder up in the game against the Eagles. Um, they're banged up. They are uh, really bad on defense. We'll talk about that in the. Um, they're historically bad, but we'll talk about that in the reasons why they suck segment. Um, it's a it's a team that has really struggled to not only play defense, but they struggle with takeaways. They're minus five for the year, one of the worst numbers in the league. Um, so they're not only not they're not holding on to the ball, but they're getting shredded on defense. Uh, this team since 2010, their scoring average has dropped every year. So this team has gradually gotten worse. Obviously, over the offseason, they got rid of Jimmy Graham, their best um, offensive weapon. Um, this is a team that's in transition. So you really look at them, and it's going to be a game where I believe if the Falcons can put some points up, kind of like how the Washington game was, Falcons put some points on the board. I don't believe that this version of the Saints can keep up with this version of the Falcons. So um, they're a team that's going to they're going to struggle to do a lot of different things. Um, but the difference, hopefully, for us is that we eliminate the turnovers, get out to a lead, force them to play from behind, and uh, pin our ears back on defense and get after them. But this is not the Saints from a few years ago when they could put up a ton of points. It's just not as talented a roster that they have uh, down there in the Big Easy. So, um, you know, obviously it's a rivalry game. Seven of the past 11 meetings between the Falcons and Saints have been within four points. So, you know, like we said on the earlier part of the podcast, you can't take them lightly because they've had a tough year. But this this is not a game that the Falcons should – it should not be close. But, you know, division games are always tricky. So, We'll see what happens, but um, they're they're not a good team this year. So, right, you talked about them being a team in transition, and you know the last few years we know we knew the personnel. We knew Jimmy Graham, of course, he got traded to Seattle. We knew Marcus Colston was a, a big piece. He's not their main target anymore. It's a guy named Willie Sneed who sounds like the the guy in front of the corner store or something. But uh, <laughs> but they have this is definitely like you said a different team. Mark Ingram has been pretty solid so far this year, but. Trent, what do you know about the Saints, and where do you think we can exploit exploit them uh, with those injuries they do have on their O line and 
the other factors that AV talked about. Like um, I spoke on this earlier, but they have the worst total defense um, ranking in the league. So I feel like this is a um, this is a game where our offense and Matt Ryan can get back on track. Uh, like I'm still stuck on Sunday. Sunday's was um, our offensive showing wasn't wasn't good at all. So I feel like um, with the short week we have you have that fire with our offense, just knowing that we played so bad. You have our, um, that fire that our offense wants to get back out there and show just what we're capable of, capable of doing. So I expect um, our offense to go out there and easily handle their um, their defense. On their offensive side of the um, the ball, I I will say I am worried about uh, Brandon Cooks and C.J. Spiller. C.J. Spiller has been injured for um, most of the season, but he's just became healthy and he's always a dangerous, shifty back. And you, of course, Brandy um, Brandon Cooks is that same. Um, Darren Sproles type of guy that they um, that the Saints have had, the past Saints team had had. had. Okay, okay. So checking out the injury report for the Saints, you got Teron Armstead who might not play. He returned to practice actually today, and you got Jari Evans, the guard, who missed the past three games with a knee injury. That could really help us out in our defense. The pass rush was not was basically non-existent. Uh, this past game, you know, T, what do you think about our defense going into the Saints game? I mean, overall, I like it um, pretty much. I think this is the perfect time to pretty much jump on their back, so to speak, and rip their spine out. Um, pretty, I've been paying attention to the pretty much the overall vibe down in New Orleans, reading the blogs and everything, and reading the local uh, publications. I mean, it's a real pessimistic vibe right there, and I think if we jump on them early, um, I think we can really take advantage of that. We can just pretty much rip their soul out. Somewhat similar to that game when we went down there after Katrina, and they jumped on us real fast out the gate. Um, and pretty much that whole game just pretty much deflated our whole morale. And I think that we can really take advantage of that. We can really, you know what I'm saying, rip them niggas' spine out, bro. I mean, it's time. <laughs> In the last two years, they've been enjoying and they've had their Super Bowl. It's our time now. Right. You know I'm going to get cocky. It's our time, but I'm not saying. I mean, it's our time. It's the city's time, bro. Man, that's that, man. Yeah, so there you go. T.A. was the, the motor combat fatality. Like, you know, rip <laughs> their spine out. You know, he, talk, he also talked about the fast start. Cadiz, we know how important that is to getting a jump, even on a team we think we have a good advantage on. But just maybe that first drive, we usually defer if we win the toss. I've noticed that. But what do you think about maybe that first drive, getting a few passes to Freeman or – what do you think we'll do early in the game to to kind of get that jump start? Well, we just really got to come out the gate attacking. Um, one thing that I saw is the the Aints they have the worst um, defense when it comes to passing yards, as well as they're uh, I believe tied for thirtieth in points. Um, so, on all intents and purposes, they suck. Um, in addition, one thing I noticed going back to Week One uh, when we played the Eagles. Dan Quinn made it a point to exploit every single one of Byron Maxwell's weaknesses. Uh, fast forward to, to this week, uh, the Aints, you know, spent all that money on Brandon Browner to come out and play cornerback on the worst defense in the league for passing. Um, and Dan Quinn coached him up. So I fully believe and expect uh, between Dan Quinn as well as Marquand Manuel, uh, the defensive backs coach who came from Seattle, they'll definitely be able to point out all of Brandon Bounder's weak spots 
and we'll be able to uh, take advantage of him between Roddy and uh, Julio. I'll be able to attack him. So I, I do think we're going to come out the gate spiraling on him. Um, their their defense is they they trash. So there's there's nothing that's gonna be stopping us except us. They they cut their best pass rush in the off season. Um, they haven't done anything else. Um, I don't have any questions about our um offense putting points up. Uh, the only thing is on the on the defensive side. Um, is as much of a punk as he is, Drew Brees is a Hall of Fame quarterback, and you know he's old and decrepit, and his arms about to fall off. But the way their offense works works to um, works directly to our, our defense's weakness, which is like the underneath passes, the the running backs out the backfield, the slot receivers, things of that nature. And they between C.J. Spiller, uh, Mark Ingram, who can catch a little bit, as well as uh, Brandon Cooks, who's their number one um, weapon right now. Uh, those underneath passes are going to be big. So we're going to have to make sure we're sound on those and, you know, get a lot of tackles quick. Can't let Cooks or, or Spiller get out in the open field. Um, otherwise, it's just going to turn into a shootout. Uh, but as long as we're able to, you know, stifle them on that end and just attack, attack, attack on the uh, offensive side of the ball, uh, this is going to be easy. Definitely. I'm, I'm hoping for an easy win, and I'm just looking forward to watching that game. I need to find – Find a good place to sit down and watch that game. Maybe hit a bar or something. I always like talking trash, as we all do. When Saints fans come around, they, you know, they won one Super Bowl and they think they're the, the America's team or something. But you know, they had that, those paper bag years. They didn't have too many, too much, too many great, more great years than we have. They're probably the same neck and neck. But uh, Av, what do you have for us when it comes to some more facts about the Saints, man? Oh, man, I, I got to give credit to, to Trent and to Cadiz for doing their homework because um, what they've said as far as the defense is kind of leading into what I wanted to talk about. So I got to switch it up a little bit. Uh, reason number 424 why the Saints suck, that's the number I have. It actually is 423. The reason why, and like I said, Trent and Cadiz uh, spoke to this, the worst defense in the league is your New Orleans Saints. Not any of ours, but I'm speaking to our Saints fans listening <laughs> Uh, the Saints, because I know they listening. Uh, the Saints were humiliated in Philly last Sunday in a 39-17 loss to the Eagles to drop them to 1-4 and four and currently in last place in the NFC South. The Saints are currently ranked 32nd out of all 32 teams in total defense and only slightly, get this, only slightly behind the pace of their record-breaking NFL worst defense ever of 2012 when they gave up a staggering 7,042 yards, which is an average of 440 yards a game. This year they're giving up 409 yards a game. The Saints are also 29th in points allowed. They give up 29.6 a game, so they're giving up 30 a game. And they're also 28th in the turnover battle. They're losing it five times. So they're, on average, losing the turnover battle in every game they play. Um, but the reason why I made it 423, the Saints over their entire history, so regular season plus playoffs, have an overall win-loss record of 332 and 422. So when they lose Thursday, that will be loss number 423, which is the official reason this week why the Saints suck. So uh, a, a lot of L's to be had for the uh, for the Fleur de Lee Flower Lily Boys uh, from the N.O. Um, they're a bad team. The, the gumbo sippers themselves. This is a bad team. 
Um, they're gonna they're gonna struggle, but uh, they got a lot a lot to fix on defense. And I was looking at their defense for rushing. They're 29th in the league in that. They're giving up on average 136 yards a game rushing the ball. So when you think about how good we've been with uh, with Devontae and even with Tevin Coleman, we're gonna have a lot of opportunities to run the ball and get some um, get some points and control the clock on the ground. So um, defensively, like we said, this is the worst defense in the league. This is it. So it doesn't be worse than them. So um, it'll be interesting to see what we do to try to mix it up. You know, Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's had a great um, a great feel for kind of how to mix up the games, and he's been doing a masterful job of that. So I think we're going to do a lot to try to keep that defense off balance. We should be able to put up 30 points on them easily um, if we play just at a minimum because that's what they're giving up on average. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a, a 30 spot would definitely be a good look and looking forward to another big game from Devontae. And hopefully, uh, hope if Tevin Coleman is 100%, man, we'll finally be able to see what the two-headed monster at running back looks like. I mean, that's something that we really haven't seen yet because both guys have either been – well, I know Devontae played the first week, but he didn't star like he has the past few weeks. Yeah, he was coming off a hamstring, so he was still injured even though he was playing. All right. T, you got any other uh, big points for this game or any notes? Yeah, I'm sorry you broke up for a minute. I'm sorry. What you say? I didn't catch that last part. I said, do you have any other big points or notes for uh, this upcoming game for the Saints? Yeah, pretty much piggybacking what my man just said. I mean, their defense, I mean, it cannot be stressed enough. Their defense is atrocious. I mean, they gave us last week that our offense is slightly more prolific than the offense. So they can put up 519. I really don't see a reason why we can't do at least that and more. Um, like I said, the defense. I mean, they're starting a lot of rookies. Not just that with Brandon Browner. Excuse me, with uh, Browner on the uh, the side. I'm pretty sure that Quinn has just the right recipe to you know what I'm saying, to get him. Like I said, I mean, pretty much everything's looking up, man. This defense sucks. Falcons' offense is flying high. I mean, the cards are all lined up for our victory tomorrow, man. I see no reason why this should not be a complete blowout. Like, I think we're favored by, like, three points or something like that. Uh, man, dude, I think this shit's going to be ugly tomorrow. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Another another big win. Uh, Trent, you got any other yeah, notes? I want to, um, I guess, start a survey. What's the <laughs> over-under for um, Brandon Browner uh, holding penalties tomorrow, uh, Thursday night? <laughs> Line at uh two. I say five. I'm starting to line at five. <laughs> That's all he does is hold. Yeah, no I say seven. <laughs> well, I mean, depends on who who he's guarding. I don't know if Julio's gonna be 100, but you got to think if Hank is on. Uh, if he's guarding Hank, maybe we might see that number five five to seven, as you all are saying. But that's definitely an interesting point. Yeah. I... I think I think he's gonna pull off a trifecta. I think he's gonna get a, a pass interference, a holding, and an illegal contact. I think he, he he's gonna go across the board. He's gonna cover all his bases. Yeah, Trent, you might have to throw that on the website as our uh, poll of the week. Yeah, that's definitely uh, the poll. Third man week, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Brandon Browner. Yeah, but I mean, well, we've we've talked about basically how bad the Saints are, but with this just being a division game, it's still like. We, you have to throw out all of those statistics. At the end of the day, they hate us. We hate them. So as bad as they've been this year, I don't like. I I still expect Drew Brees and 
those guys that have been a part of those Saints teams for a while that actually understands how big this game is. I expect them to come out there and really try to show up. They don't want to get blown out or they don't want to lose to a division rival on their um, their home field. I just look at the way that um, they actually played the Panthers a couple of weeks ago when uh, Luke McCown was their starting quarterback. They hung with the Panthers, and, it, and I think it was more because, like I said, it's a division game. So, yeah, we're talking about how bad they are, but at the same time, you can't just um, – I can't, you can't, we can't just go out there and just lace them up. We, it, it actually has – it's going to be a battle. See, I think usually that – usually, usually these games are very close. It can go either way. But this particular time, I really do believe that it's just going to be a blowout. I mean, it's just the stars are lining up in that particular direction. I mean, pretty much – going back to Brown, like, doesn't he hold a record for the most – like, holding penalties in the Pac-12 game going back to the holidays? I mean, the guy's atrocious. Saints overpaid for him. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. I mean, I really think, I mean, y'all going to see what I'm saying. Tomorrow's going to be a coming out party. These boys are really upset. You know, I mean, they're really mad from last year. Last year, I'm pretty sure the team has a lot of stuff to prove, a lot of chips on their shoulder to get off from last year, man. But the real tale of the tape, I think, is going to be that Carolina game. And I'm sure they really have some animosity from the way they lost last year, that you know, last game of the season. But this is going to be step one in that. So, I mean, usually these games are close tomorrow. I don't think it's going to be the case, bro. I think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah, I mean, I don't even – I'm not saying that it'll be a close game just, like, by points. I'm just saying, basically, you have to throw out all those stats because it's going to be a blood and guts type game. It doesn't matter if they lose by 21 points. There's still going to be a blood and guts type game. True. Yeah, that's, that's one thing. Them, them, them dirty bastards ain't going to let us get out of there unscathed. That's – that's big. So I know this is gonna be a, a hard fought game. I'm I'm with you, T. I'm I'm predict. I see I see a blowout coming. I see at least at the very least a, a 14 point win uh, coming up. But like I mean, Trent, you absolutely right. It is a division game, and um, you know, if it all honestly it comes down to the wire, um, so be it. As long as we beat them bastards, I I could really care less. Um. But I just know the history we were able to sweep them last year. The last game we played uh, down there, I believe it was week 16 of the season um, last year, we we got to them. So it's like we, we've shown that we can do it. I mean, we have a new team, new regime, a lot of new players, but they, these are the same guys, a lot of the same guys that swept them last year. Um, and we have more, more team pride than ever. So I really think that we're going to be able to come out and take it to them. Yeah. I think the other thing, too, kind of just to go back to what I was saying, um, of the last 11 games, seven of those last 11 games we played against the Saints, seven of them have been decided by four points or less. So, yeah, I feel like the Falcons are probably a couple touchdowns better than the Saints on paper. But, you know, like everybody's kind of been saying, this this Saints team, even though they're bad, they're one and four, worst defense in the league, they still got a little bit of professional pride, and we, we know how this rivalry is. It's, it's a lot of uh, trash talk on both sides. Um, we know how excitable they get when they see us come down there. Um, they're going to be ready to come play. Um, this is their Super Bowl. This Saints team's not making the playoffs. There's a chance Sean Payton leaves to go coach somewhere else next year. So there's a lot of uncertainty with this team, but we can I can best believe that they will be ready to play tomorrow. I'm just hoping we come out with that same energy, that same focus, because this is a home game for them. We're traveling on a short week, um, making sure that we're ready to go and ready to come out and play. But 
on paper, yeah, we should blow them out by 14 to 21 points. But I expect it to be a little bit closer um, than probably that prediction. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to go through through everybody, and y'all give me score predictions. A.V., you just had a 14-point win. What do you say the final score will be? Oh, man, I really – I mean, I, I think this game is going to come down to um, can we get to Drew Brees. Um, I think in the past we've struggled when Drew Brees has had great protection around him. He's had time to find, like uh, Kata said, the underneath. He's had time to find his guys out of the backfield. With so many guys on his front line, like Jahari Evans and some of his other guys banged up, I think we've got a chance to get to Drew uh, a lot quicker in this game. Um, I think we set the tempo with the run game, get Devontae on track, do some play action with Julio and Jacob Tammy. Um, I think we win this game, I'll say 28 to 14. 28 14. AV. All right, Cadis, give me your score prediction. Um, this is this is hard. It's like this is a game where I want a blowout. I can see a blowout, but it's a division game. Um, so I'm gonna get I'm gonna I'm gonna put it this way. I'm gonna give two score predictions. It's either gonna be seventeen to sixteen. Oh wow! Wow. Or or forty one to nine. <laughs> No in between. No in between. No in between. So so don't break down why. Why do you see that? Like I said, it's it's really gonna be a um it's gonna it it can go either way. The the big thing is gonna be attacking them. The thing is you gotta know that they're gonna be prepared. Um they have a lot of a lot of rookies on their defense um who are coming in and the same way like our team's coming in. Uh, you know, our rookies, they they trying to show they Falcon pride, but the Aints, they're going to try to show they ain't pride, too, or, or, you know, as little pride as you could possibly have for playing for such a fucktastic franchise. But they're really going to um, be out there trying to trying to make plays. So I can see their defense, you know, getting lucky. There's always some sort of craziness that happens in our games like that. So I can see something something going wrong, you know, Browner, you know, holding – Julio throwing him to the ground and getting the interception and the refs now calling it some sort of craziness, as well as, you know, Drew Brees. Um, like I said, he he still has something left in the tank. He's on his last legs, but he still has something left in the tank that we got to respect. Um, and, you know, Cooks and Spiller are highly explosive, and if we have any sort of tackling issues, um, they might be able to break one. But if we're able to stop them and slow them down, get pressure in Brees' face like we did last year, and our offense is able to get running, get going, Freeman out there, Coleman's back help, then I really can see us really running away with this game. That's that's definitely an interesting take, especially plus because you gave us two scores. I mean, you know, I only asked for one, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what which one of those scores is uh, closer when, when the clock hits all zeros. T, what's your score prediction, man? Uh. Pretty much, I think 31 to 10. Um, I'm going to be an optimist in that I think, like a lot of people like to say, that the Texans game was, I guess, when everything came together, so to speak. I'm going to make a prediction and say that tomorrow is going to be the first game that the defense will really see the flashes of brilliance, you know, from Beasley and whatnot. Um, I just really think that the defense will have a big game tomorrow. I know the Saints have some O-line issues. I know Armstead is coming back tomorrow. Excuse me, not tomorrow, Thursday. Evans is supposed to play as well. Um, but they're still going to be rusty. Um, 
pretty much like I was saying earlier, I expect us to jump out uh, pretty much on their throats, uh, same from Jump Street, and I expect the defense to have a really good game. I really think this is going to be what we really see what the Falcons brought Dan Quinn to Atlanta for. And that's what we're going to see Thursday. Everything is going to click all cylinders. And we're going to see what pretty much the future holds for this defense, man. So like I said, 31 to 10, I don't think it's going to be close at all. Um, I say maybe they have maybe a gimme touchdown in the last couple minutes of the fourth quarter to make the score look better. But either way, it's going to be a blowout. It's not going to be close. This is going to be indicative of past Saints Falcons games, where it's you know points decided by two points at the end. This shit going to be a blowout tomorrow. These boys ain't ready for us. It's about to be a wrap for real. <laughs> there we go. Yo, so Trent, you always bring it uh, even killed and on the air caution. You don't you don't try to go too hard either way. What do you what is your score prediction? No, nah, I actually tried to go hard last week. Last week my prediction was 41-14, I think. But um which was yeah, you see how that how that worked out. But anyway, I'm going um 35-24. This um like our our team is averaging over 30 points a game, and I feel like most times those uh short weeks aren't good for a team, but I feel like after that um dismal showing on uh, this past Sunday. I think Matt Ryan and them boys are ready to uh, you know, get back out there and show the world that no, this team is this team is ready to play and this team is one of the best uh, best teams in the league. So I, I predict that our offense will get back on track and I'm pretty sure Drew Brees will still do some Drew Brees things. So I, I, I don't think this game will be close, but 35-24, it looks better than it sounds. So I think that um, I think I think we'll, we'll control this game. All right, 35-24. So I'm gonna go back down the line. Av said 28-14. Cadis 17-16 or 41-9. <laughs> 31-10 and Trent 35-24. I'm gonna say 35-21 uh, is my prediction. Um, any final thoughts before Thursday's game? Anybody got anything else? And I will just say this is another primetime game for us. Like, we started the season off with a primetime game on Monday night, and it was a good win. We showed the world that, hey, the Falcons are, you know what I'm saying, they're not the, the Falcons from, these like, these last couple of seasons. And I feel like we have to do the same thing this Thursday. We have to show the world. Just like, it's kind of like we have to have that that Tampa Bay performance we had. Was that last year or two years ago? When that, I, think, I can't remember when that when we destroyed the uh, Bucks. That was last year. Okay. Yeah. yeah, last year. Then we need to have this um, this national performance. Um, yeah, yeah, this primetime performance. My fault. So I'm, I'm I expect us to take control, and I expect the national media to be all on, be all on us for a day, and then go back to uh, talking junk about us. <laughs> that's that's what we've come to expect as Falcons fans, and that's not always. But sometimes you know. it's because of our own doing when our teams don't show up in the playoffs, but. That's uh, for another time to talk about. But that's been uh, the Behind Enemy Lines episode for the Saints game. We talked a lot of trash. We we told y'all how we feel. Saints fans, y'all hear us. Uh, no Saints fans want to hop on the podcast, but no, it's all good. We let our, our team do the talking for us, and they'll show what we have. So thank you all for listening. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, check out the website birdbrus.wordpress.com. Uh, thanks for our, thanks to our guest T for coming on with us. We'll probably have you on a few more times during the season. And uh, 
Everybody have a great night. Look forward to a Falcons win on Thursday. Good night. We hit the studio later. It's like I owe them bases for making me take this serious. What the fuck is